the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's all I want. She's blonde, five foot two. It's all I need, yeah. And one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. This is my America. There's nowhere I'd rather be, especially on election night. We've got primaries happening across the country. Glad to have you guys here with me tonight. 888-344-1170 is the call-in number. It looks as though in Pennsylvania, we do have results for the uh, GOP primary there. And Mastriano has won the Republican primary for governor in Pennsylvania. When I actually was out on a little visit over July 4th weekend, actually, I was in Philadelphia last year uh, hanging out with some fellow conservatives in Pennsylvania, and he was their guy. So um, that could be good news. I'm not an expert on Pennsylvania politics, um, but he handily won the primary there, apparently 43.3% to 22.4%. Um, in terms of the Senate race there, it's looking like uh, in, in Pennsylvania, it's looking like it's neck and neck right now between McCormick and Dr. Oz. And it looks at the McCormick is around uh, 31 and something percent. Oz is around 30. And Kathy Barnett looks as though she's she's tapped out, I think, uh, at 23 uh, percent maxed out. 23.2 uh, percent. Oz, 30.6. McCormick at 32, 64 percent in. So that's still a respectable showing for non-career politician like Kathy Barnett. Um, I think that, uh, you know, we've already talked about the situation there. Um, quite frankly, I don't know. I wish I knew more about this McCormick dude, because honestly, um, Trump may have endorsed Dr. Oz, but you know, and I, and, and, and you can, you can still love Trump and not think that everybody that he endorses is the right person. He endorsed John Cox, that clown here who cost us and, and, and it could have won, I think, and gave us Gavin Newsom. So, you know, Trump, you know, it doesn't necessarily ever. He's a human being. He's flawed. He makes mistakes. And I wish he I wish he had endorsed Kathy Barnett, because I will tell you, um, I don't like Dr. Oz. I don't like Kathy Barnett's flip flopping. I don't like the fact that I think she overstated her military career. She she, you know, um, patted her resume a little bit there. Um, but that doesn't mean that Dr. Oz is is a true MAGA candidate himself. And at least she's at least she's from Pennsylvania, not a carpetbagger. So and I know that that's not the what everybody what I'm supposed to be saying today. But I agree with uh, Brian Maloney that um, she's at least she's ticking off all the right people. And, and he's not. Do I think it's better than a Democrat? Yeah, um, absolutely. I do. Um, but only marginally, because you look at what we talked about last hour, just this uh, a few minutes ago with Congressman Biggs. Um 
Skins and I were talking during the break. I'm going to bring him in, in here in a second. I think he was being a little overly optimistic about what they could do if these amendments that the United States of America has put forth to um, involving 47 other nations in the World Health Organization, thinking that if they get control of it, has to be his understanding is it's has it would be a treaty that would need to be ratified by the Senate, and if we take control of the Senate. Um, that, you know, they can stop it. I, I, I don't know. Your thoughts, Skins? Uh, I, I love it when he's on the show. He's always very high energy. I detected he was a little less high energy this time because I, I, I'm detecting he knows this is as dire as we say it is. And it doesn't sound like there's a whole lot of Republicans jumping up and down, as you and I have noted, willing to take this on and say, we're not going to stand for this. Him and just a handful of others that are willing to uh, make a small stand. But it looks like this is going through because there's there's no roadblock for this, Andrea, at all. There's no roadblock. And if we do take control of the Senate, we need one seat to do that, by the way. We would need 60 to, because we do, we will not have unless we unless we end up with two thirds where we've got at least sixty Republicans, we will not have a filibuster proof majority, and that means that we would have to have Democrats joining us to not ratify this. And optimistically, even even if the ratification thing, and I don't know, we got to do a lot more research. Uh, but if this is is thrown back to Congress, that's exactly what we would need. We would have to make sure that we just do a clean sweep in this election. Is it too late? I don't know. The reality is, is we are on the march. The United States of America is on the march to joining, uh, to participate in the Great Reset and the joining and the transition to a one world government. And it involves many things. Um, But in particular, it was we got on the highway. We got put on the Audubon towards the Great Reset and one world order and new world order and one world government with COVID. 15 days to flatten the curve has flattened the earth to the point to where we're now on our way to one world government. And that's just the harsh reality. In the meantime, I'm going to continue to fight every day as God would want, as God would want us to. And so, you know, um, and speaking of fighting and I want to hear from you guys, 888-344-1170. If, um, if there's, if you want to weigh in on that topic, if you want to weigh in on your thoughts on this uh, Pennsylvania primary going on, I don't even know if we're going to even have any results tonight because last hour we talked about the fact that there's issues going on with these mail-in ballots. Um, but speaking of fighting, Skins brought me a story before we went live tonight. Um, there's a fighter out there, an organization anyway, that um, call themselves Marco Polo. And uh, they have... It's an ex-Trump White House staffer, dude used to work for, Garrett Ziegler. He's 26 years old. He was an aide to Peter Navarro, uh, who you guys remember Peter Navarro. Peter Navarro was the one who says in his book that before COVID, one of the first cabinet meetings he had that included Fauci, he told Trump, you need to kill that baby in the crib. We need to get rid of this dude. Navarro knew it, knew it immediately, number one, on day one. So anyway, getting back to Garrett Ziegler, he's a former White House staffer, and he has apparently posted through his little group called Marco Polo. He has um, apparently uploaded and posted more than 120,000 emails from Hunter Biden's laptop. 120,000. The site is called BidenLaptopEmails.com and it allows users to download all the, all the goods, all the receipts, as the kids are saying. 
Um, and these emails span from December 2009 to March uh, 2019, uh, right before Hunter dropped off his little MacBook. I don't know how I don't I don't know how to use a MacBook, but I, I guess that you don't have to know how to use a MacBook, right? He just they upload them to the site, and you can download. I can't I can't figure, I can't use Apple products. Uh, it does not include, however, um, text messages, photos, or documents, which is interesting. And I don't know why he didn't include that. I don't know if it's because he doesn't have those. I don't necessarily want to see any photos of any young women that he has been engaging in pedophilia or sexual perverted activities of any kind, whether or not it includes children. Among the highlights, though, according to Daily Mail, are uh, the message that included 10 for the big guy. Um, you know, that that um, was about uh, the negotiations where Hunter Biden's like, I got to make sure I get 10, 10 percent for you know who at, 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 at the um, this was during it also includes links to Joe Biden uh, to uh, Hunter's overseas business dealings Um it includes discussions of a 10% equity stake in a Chinese energy conglomerate. It includes emails of Hunter Biden describing an apparent quid pro quo with a Mexican billionaire son. Um, in a statement on the site, Marco Polo, which bills itself as a, quote, nonprofit research group exposing corruption and blackmail to drive an American renaissance. Um, he describes the laptop as a modern Rosetta Stone of white and blue. Uh, white and blue collar crime under the patina of the Delaware way. Um, I don't get the Rosetta stone reference. Um, so, you know, I don't know. I don't know why you gotta be all, why you gotta be flowerful. Why you gotta bring in pros and stuff. I didn't want to, I didn't want to study when I was a kid. Why you want to bring in that? Just tell us what good you got. Don't be like seeing yourself as some kind of hero, some kind of renaissance man. <laughs> um, the site points out that Hunter Biden's laptop has been abandoned, neither stolen nor hacked, um, which provides them a legal loophole for providing the goods online. Quote, having seen the links that the FBI and other entities and the apparatus have gone to harass citizens who expose corruption, Marco Polo testifies that the contents of the Biden laptop were abandoned property. We do not condone, encourage, intend, or have any knowledge that any other person will or may use the information herein for any unlawful purpose. Marco Polo's motive is to see justice. So we'll see. There is right now, um, there is the trial happening for Sussman, which Michael Sussman, which was Clinton's attorney who lied and um, pretended that he was only acting as a concerned citizen. It was revealed in court today and that an FBI agent said that it was clear that what they what this guy Sussman was trying to do with these documents and regarding in these false allegations regarding Alpha Bank was to create an October surprise to um, install Hillary Clinton as president. But that doesn't make me feel any better about this trial because the reality is, is the judge would not allow any evidence to be brought in that links Sussman to the real perpetrators of the crime, and that's Hillary Clinton and the DNC, as well as Perkins Coy Law Firm and any of the rest of them. Shame on that judge. So, you know, we can, you know, I encourage everybody to go read the emails, you know, until we have accountability, nothing's going to be done. Nobody's going to be held accountable. And that same FBI agent that was on the stand saying, yeah, it was clear they were going to come up with an FBI with with the, trying to come up with an October surprise. That's the same organization, the FBI, who came up with the Fed napping plot to try to pretend to try to entrap some, you know, um, pot smokers who were literally living in basements with no running 
running water to try to entrap them, to try to make the public think that there was a legit uh, militia groups out there, people trying to kidnap Whitmer and the Virginia governor Northrum, Northrop or whatever his name was, um, as that was part of an October surprise. So, you know, really, until the FBI, I want to see, I want to see the FBI dragged. I want to see them, them brought in. It's not going to happen. How do we get to a better note? We need to get on something more positive. I feel like I'm Debbie Downer tonight. I don't want to be Debbie Downer. Not a whole lot of positive stories going on. What can we do? What can, what can we talk about? Y'all got a positive story for us? You got something you want to talk about positive? 888-344-1170. I'm going to take a break. We come back. <laughs> We're going to try to regroup. You know, oh, you know what? I may actually have a positive story to share with you all about California involving a judge. So, you know what? I might have a little bit of good news for y'all, including here in California. So come on back. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The answer. You're listening to the Andrea K. Show on the answer, San Diego. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170, andreakshow.com if you want to email me. Get lots of emails there. Uh, during the break, somebody called in and asked me to repeat the site where you can go and read all over 120,000 emails from the Biden laptop, the Hunter Biden laptop. Here's the site. It's bidenlaptopemails.com. Couldn't be easier. Bidenlaptopemails.com. All right. Uh, can, and I was also talking about the Durham investigation and trial, and uh, Vince is on the line. He's got something he wants to say about that. Hello, Vince. Oh, hi. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. And so apparently, to me, it seems like the fix is already in with the Durham trial uh, and that the judge is from what I've read, is married to Lisa's pa- Lisa Page's attorney. Go <laughs> so, figure. Where's that, where, that going to take us? <laughs> oh, it's just... It's just one more swamp dweller after another in that swamp, right? They're all a bunch of nutria. And look, I love the swamp. I'm a swamp girl from from the swamps of Louisiana. But there's some there's some uh, critters in the swamp that I don't want nothing to do with. And uh, that's and pretty much DC is just full of swamp rats like nutria. So I'm not surprised at all, Vince, on that. And you know, it's been. It's been in the making for a long time where the Democrats started moving the power to the Department of Justice, which includes our court system and includes our FBI and our in our which is their largest law enforcement agency in the land. And all these unelected bureaucrats over there, um, they're the fox guard in the hen house. Right. And um, they're unelected and there's no accountability. And either we drain the swamp and get rid of, I mean, quite frankly, Vince, when was the last time the FBI actually stopped a, a, a terrorist attack of any kind from happening? No, they're out there. They're out there cooking up, fednapping, kidnapping, phony kidnapping plots. They're not stopping any crimes. They're actually they're actually either per, their entire function seems to be at this point to be the operating arm to persecute and prosecute anybody that, that, that opposes the Democrat Party. So, quite frankly, oh, the only ones, the go, only ones that they stop are the, the terrorist attacks that they concoct themselves. Right. So, yeah, I mean, you know, the the shooter in Buffalo was known, 
Uh, the Pulse nightclub shooter was known. The FBI is the one that had how many interviews with the Parkland shooter? They knew about him, too. Uh, the FBI clearly knew who Major Nadal Hassan was. The FBI was the organization that removed any investigative um, efforts into in the counterterrorism unit, unit under Bob Mueller. He removed any reference to Sharia. Islam was removed from Islamic terror. You couldn't even look at their social media sites, which is how the fiance came here on the fiance visa after studying these uh, these radical madrasas over across the world, came here and shot up a Christmas party, right? So quite frankly, they need to get, and, and I'm tired of hearing from conservatives that it's just a few at the top, because let me tell you, that's not true, because they did not cook up these fednapping plots at the highest levels. No, it's at local areas. It's at these local agents going on out in these local areas. The entire organization needs to go, in my opinion. Thanks for calling, Vince. Appreciate it. You're welcome. All right. Um, let's get into some good news, shall we? Even here in the state of California, including the Department of Justice, because we have some wins occasionally. So here in California... A judge has struck down, this actually was news yesterday, struck down a 2018 state law requiring public companies to have female directors on their boards after finding the mandate violated the Equal Protection Clause of the state's constitution. Well, of course. Of course it violates the state constitution as well as really the U.S. Constitution. Judge Maureen, and it was a woman too, gotta love that. Judge Maureen Duffy Lewis of the Superior Court of California in L.A. issued the ruling on Friday in response to a lawsuit from Judicial Watch on behalf of three California residents challenging the law. See? You know, just like just like it was uh, um, an average American who filed that lawsuit in Florida that got the masks removed from airplanes. It was three California residents got Tom Fitton filed a lawsuit. And now this egregious law was uh, was taken down. What what it required was that it required that publicly held companies headquartered in California to have to have one member who identifies as a woman. It's 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 so bad. It's not even biological women. Under the guise of, look, women haven't had a seat at the boardroom table in a while. No, it's dudes calling themselves women. So it's even worse than what it was even supposed to be about. So it required publicly held companies to have one member who identifies as a woman on their board of directors by the end of 2019. It then required boards with five directors to have two women and boards with six or more members to have three women by January 2022. And companies that failed to report the board compositions to the California Secretary of State's office could be subject to a $100,000 fine, while multiple failures to have required the number of women board members could result in a $300,000 fine, according to the Associated Press. Judicial Watch argued the law was unconstitutional because it is illegal to use taxpayers' funds to enforce a law that violates the Equal Protection Clause. And the judge found that Judicial Watch's evidence was compelling and that the law treats similar board candidates differently based on gender. The state failed to meet its burden in showing that the law meets a compelling public interest, is necessary, and is narrowly tailored, the judge said. The state argued that the law was needed to fight a culture of discrimination. They gave men a leg up and claimed that the law did not create a gender-based quota because boards could, could add seats for female directors without removing men from their roles. Fewer than half of the 650 public corporations reported compliance last year. (laughs) How many of those public corporations that didn't comply are woke? So not even your woke corporations went along with this nonsense. How is that? You know, this affirmative action stuff, regardless of who it's for. You know, it's like this this new what's her name? 
um, spokeswoman who just evidently just did such a, a terrible job yesterday in the White House, you know, um, and that was clear in the little bit of a clip we played where she's like, I'm, I'm here because I'm black, I'm gay and I'm an immigrant. It's like, well, that was clear as soon as she continued to talk, because it's just like just if first of all, you've already diminished your qualifications by trotting that out as qualifications. And then she couldn't strain. To, she was like you know, almost as inarticulate as Joe Biden. Right. So, you know, all this, this kind of action doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help anybody. So it is discriminatory. It does violate the equal protections clause and it doesn't, it doesn't help anybody. And then it certainly doesn't when you're, you, anybody can identify as a woman. How does that help women? Right. So, you know what you could have, you know, before this was struck down skins, you could have gone into like some California based corporation and said, you know, with a wig on and say, I'm here for my seat on the board of directors, <laughs> go over to Bumblebee tuna. Aren't they not far from here? So Jerry Brown, who was governor, um, said, uh, at the time the law was passed, he said he signed the measure to send a message during the me too movement, uh, despite the potential for it to be overturned in court. Um, uh, Alex Padilla, he sent Brown a letter before the then governor signed the law warning that any attempt by the secretary of state to collect or enforce the fine would likely exceed, exceed its authority. So they knew that this was really a non-starter from the jump, but that's how the Democrats roll. They even, they, they just continue to push. We, as Republicans, we sit back, we're always playing defense, we're always reacting. They're proactive. They push for crap, knowing it's illegal, just throwing that spaghetti up against the wall, hoping it's going to stick. And you know what? It would have stuck, but for Tom Fitton and Judicial Watch and three California residents deciding to sue. Otherwise, it it was here to stay, right? Here's a little bit more information. I don't know. Is there construction going on in the building? I'm hearing like yeah, I a have, jackhammer. Uh, I have emails rolling right now to try and get that to cease to laugh. Yeah, so yes. sorry if y'all were hearing that. Um, that's not my phone buzzing on the on the table. Um, here's interesting news uh, regarding corporations and Americans. There's a new poll out from the Trafalgar Group in Conventions of State Actions, and they polled American people about uh, woke corporations and they're getting involved in politics. 90% of Americans have said that they are likely to stop using a company's product or service if it openly advocates for a political agenda they disagree with, according to a poll. The findings are not unique to any individual political group. Independents, 82.6%. Democrats, 84.5%. And Republicans, 93.4%. They all stated they were likely to stop using a product or service of any company that openly advocates. Yeah. Um, do business. Don't, don't yeah. get involved in, in politics. Right. You know what? If you're, if you manufacture food, make it yummy, right? Uh, don't, don't be, you know, stay out of it. Stay out of it. Um, if, if you're, you know, making, making clothing, stay out of it. Hey, Coke, go back to making Coke. Right. Disney, stop trying to shove your pedophilia, transing sexualization of children content on children. Stop being a perv. Um, the respondents of the poll were also fairly split with 39.3% claiming to be Democrat, 35.6% Republican and the remainder having nonpartisan or other political affiliations. And this poll was conducted in April 24 to 27, 2022, a thousand respondents. Um, so, you know, the, and I think that uh, new Netflix was already, 
seeing that they needed. That's why Netflix told their woke employees, look, we, we're, we're lost. We're, we're, we're losing our shirts here. Not worth it. We're losing our shirts. We're going to continue to put content out that we think that, that crosses all kinds of socio political or whatever boundaries and, and hope that we've got a little something for everybody here because, you know, um, Americans are not digging this woke, this, at all. Uh, they're not digging it at all. And that includes Republicans. So, you know, it's, it's, um, all right, we're going to take a break. We come back. Did y'all hear the latest with Sheila Jackson Lee? Y'all want some good news? <laughs> well, come on back. We got more Andrew K. Show on the other side of the break. I'm not sure if everybody would think this is good news, so maybe I'll keep it to myself. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Before we go to the phones, we've got some people wanting to talk about this World Health Organization thing. I wanted to give you guys a little primary update. Uh, reports are that Madison Cawthorn has conceded his primary race in North Carolina for Congress. And that's a shame because I think that he just had so much promise. And I just think he was... Just not quite mature enough uh, for the spotlight and for the power and the position. And hopefully the Republican running against him in North Carolina will be a MAGA candidate. Um, Received a message from a listener about McCormick, who right now in uh, Pennsylvania uh, is still ahead of Dr. Oz in that Pennsylvania race. A listener has said, hey, Andrea. Uh, I heard McCormick on Hewitt's show this morning. He's a high school in West Point wrestler, 82nd Airborne. Um, he was born and raised in Pennsylvania. So, uh, the listener was saying, you know, I, and it could be that the voters there were like, you know what? I don't want to, you know, it could be, we could have a very interesting, while everybody out here has been thinking it was Oz versus Barnett, it may end up being McCormick who takes it. It could be that the voters in Pennsylvania are like, you know what? We're going to go in a different direction. I don't like we, either option. I don't like either of those options. All right. So going to get to the phones now because people want to weigh in on this World Health Organization. And Francisca's on the line. She says she has an idea and I would love to hear it. Hey, Francisca. Hi, thank you very much uh, for letting me express my idea. I'm so totally stressed out because people are not doing anything, and this is real. So I have been um, um, thinking about how the system works and how they're doing it. So we have everything to fight back. We have tons of tools. We even have God waiting for us because we need to move. It's not enough to be awake, but we need to do it. So to do it, we have doctors already waiting for humanity. One of the doctors, my hero, Dr. Um, Roxana Bruno, she told us in May 2020, humanity, fight back. And she was ignored. But we have doctors here in the United States, front-line doctors. We have, they even have lawyers. So all what we need is influencers to call, you know, people, hum- humans, humanity, the whole humanity. We need the whole humanity to call Congress, but together and organize to call Congress because they had to remove every head of the health department due to the gross handling of the pandemic. One example is that uh, if Bill Gates promised that uh, he had a, a vaccine 95% effective, he had to deliver. There is no, no uh, like, uh, what is uh, boosters? One, two, three. That's a fraud. 
Mm-hmm. And so because they know that, that's one of our tools. But in order to do that, we need to ask to remove every single head of the uh, health organization, CDC, the Food and Drug Administration, they are playing with the pharma. So there's so much corruption. That's why they go to the next level right. because we don't move. But okay, so we we call the um, we call for the citizens to take over with the help help of these real doctors. We are going to edit the the, uh, the pandemic. And then we take over because the pandemic needs to be taken care of. So no more excuses because, uh, by the way, Bill Gates came out with a second vaccine, did not acknowledge the one and two, three, four boosters, and he's coming out with the maternal milk. So yeah. no, no babies formula, not, but he has. No, this is our fault. And this is one way because I, I, I'm thinking, oh, what we need. I mean, this is my idea. Because I'm a nurse. Well, I I like your idea. If I understand right, you're basically saying we all need to join together and we need to be pushing back against this and we need to and and have the influencers and the doctors um, help lead the charge in this. Congressman Biggs contacted the show uh, a few minutes ago and said he wants to come back on tomorrow night and continue to discuss it. And I think it was probably bothering him that the the way we left the interview and it was bothering us as well. And we've got to be screaming about this because you know what? The left, Francisco, the left is so motivated. They're so active. Look at the progress that they've made in this country, just in the schools and how they're indoctrinating kids and and convincing kids that they should become transgender. They are pushing 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. And we Republicans and conservatives, we sit back and go, oh, okay, I guess our country is going to be handed it over to the World Health Organization like we're just supposed to accept it? No. You're calling in tonight. You're raising your voice. You're trying to get people motivated. We got to get active. And God bless you for calling in, Francisca. And we're going to continue to scream about this and do everything that we can do. In fact, we got another caller, Troy's on the line. He wants to weigh in as well. God bless you, Francisca. All right, Troy, you there, my dear? Yes, I am. What say you? My uh, one question I have is they say they've got the votes to put this through to get it through the World Health Organization. Do we have any Republicans that have voted yes on this? Well, it's actually going to be voted not on, not voted on by our Congress people. It's actually going to be voted on. Um, representatives of different countries are going to be in Geneva voting on this. And so that, that's part of the problem is that this is not representative of the voters of the United States of America. This is the Biden administration just deciding to hand us over to the World Health Organization. And it's not following the legislative oh process. Gosh. Yeah, it's not following the legislative wow. process. Yeah. And. Okay. And uh, we've already been subject to regulations. We've been a part of the World Health Organization. It was Trump who um, who cut back funding of it and pulled us from one aspect of the World Health Organization. And so that what the Biden administration is doing. My next point right there. Yeah. Right there is just a smallest sliver of hope. Is Trump gets in office. He may just pull us completely out of the World Health Organization. I think. Yeah. There we. The damage has already been done um, in some ways. Um, three years from now, is we can't wait three years. And this is why the Biden administration. Oh, I get that. Yeah, this is why. And, um, and by then, I mean, how many conservatives went along with the 14 days to flatten the curve? How many conservatives were like, OK, with the masks? How many conservatives were OK with these lockdowns? If once we once oh, we know. once we get handed over to this World Health Organization and this takes effect, it, it's never going to be rolled back. 
that's my fear and because and you know why because look at the look at the we we couldn't even get obamacare rolled back in our own country. Well, we, we've got to, we've got to do, do it. I'm going to be making some calls. Tomorrow. That's what we got to do. We got to be making calls and be making our voices heard that we're not going to put up with this. And everybody, everybody who's running in these primaries, everybody uh, that's running for Congress as a Republican needs to hear from us as well. We need to be, we need to be going to these campaign rallies, talking to these people running for office and saying, what are you going to do about this? What are you going to do about this? What are you going to do about this? Troy, thank you for calling in. All right. Appreciate you. Later. Bye, hon. We also have uh, Tony from San Diego what we're, uh, that's got a very passionate uh, view on this. All right. Well, Tony from San Diego, carry on, my dear. What's your view? Hi, Andrea. Good to talk to you again. Uh, hey, listen, so I've been listening to uh, con- former Congresswoman Michelle Bachman. She has been out there in the forefront talking about this. And a couple things that I've told that you that people can do is um, there was a I don't have the email with me right now because I'm out and about, but I was listening to you guys on on the show and emailing the HHS in regards to to not go forward with this. That was one aspect of to email them directly. And there was another group here that it's a group of attorneys called Liberty Council that I'm gonna write that down. Go to their website and they have a, a, a pre written. Uh, facts that they would that they would send forward to them, and so that's another area. And the sad thing about this, Andrea, is that when uh, when Michelle Bachman had come on the air, there were only 129 comments so far about this that was on the HHS website. Wow! So that's you know, it's not not everybody knows about this, and people are busy about doing their you know day to day routine. But there's so much crud going on behind the scenes. That that people are not aware of this, and everywhere I go, I post it out to all my friends, and you know, text and these groups that I'm a part of to let them know about this. We do have a voice, and it's my understanding that the Senate is supposed to vote on this. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but that was something that I had heard that it's supposed to go for the Senate. And there were Marjorie Taylor Greene came on uh, a Christian organization called Flashpoint, and she was talking about it. And so they know the Congress people know about it as well too. And they're, uh, you know, moving forward to try and do something about it. I don't know, but I mean, we, we have to make our voice heard. Yeah, we absolutely have to. Thank you for reminding us uh, that uh, Michelle Bachman, uh, she's really, uh, I think I talked about it a couple nights ago or, or last week. She's she former congresswoman is the only one really raising the uh, the alarm here. But this is the same Michelle Bachman who tried to warn America about the Muslim Brotherhood's influence yeah. in our government. It was the Republican Party who ran her off. I went to Liberty Council's site that you told me about. Uh, interesting mm-hmm. reminder here. It was George W. Bush who adopted and agreed to live under World Health Organization regulations back in uh, 2005 see you know i i've been i've been very vocal against george w bush he he campaigned like a conservative and governed like a far like the far left liberal that he is and it was trump who began to try to pull us out of the world health organization and now what so biden's in a race to try to get this solidified handing our sovereignty over to them before um we take over control of the house and the senate so um you know here's here's my here's my thing uh, Tony, if it, I don't care if the Senate ratifies this in the treaty, we still, as the United States of America, should be able to say we're going to do whatever that bleep we want to do yeah. as a nation, even if the Senate has ratified that. We're going to say, hell no, H-A-Y-E-L, going forward, yeah. are we going to participate in this? This, yeah. is, this is the country that said, you know, we're going to dump your tea into the, into the, into the harbor, okay? We're not participating. 
We're the last dance of the world, actually. Yeah, we are. And this is and this is I don't think it can be overstated how what this means for the future, because they will Shanghai us in a second. And we yep. didn't have enough conservatives stepping up and standing up against the tyranny last time. And we've already been conditioned to submit. And I'm very, very concerned for the future of my nation. I'm past the point of a break, Tony. Wish I could keep you longer. I got to go. Thank you guys for calling in. We got to take a break. We come back. We'll continue to take your calls. 888-344-1170. Another big story taking place today had to do with Project Veritas in a video. Did y'all see it? We're going to talk about it when we come back. This is the Andrea K. Show on AIM 1170. The answer is San Diego. AK, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. whatever you call her. She's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back. This is our last segment for tonight's Andrea K. Show. The comment line is available to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I would love for, to hear more ideas from you guys, more thoughts on this World Health Organization sovereignty issue. The 24-hour hotline for you is 844-814-5227. That's 844-814-5227. Going to shift gears right now because... Um, One of the reasons why a lot of people aren't hearing about this is because a lot of conservatives have given up on social media and trying to get the news out that way because of censorship that's happening on uh, social media, right? Um, And that brings me to uh, this Project Veritas video. Um, You know, they're continuing to do the work that, uh, that used to be done when we used to have journalists in this country, when we actually used to have news media outlets that were investigative journalists. Well, that leaves Project Veritas to do the work that others should be doing. And um, this clip involves um, an engineer from Twitter and the audio isn't the best and he's got a heavy accent, but um, I think you'll hear the gist of what this tweep. And by the way, the <laughs> Twitter refers to their employees as tweeps. So here you're going to hear a tweep from the engineering outfit, a part of Twitter talking about um, and bragging about how they are communist AF. Take a listen. Twitter does not ruin capitalists. We weren't really operating in a capitalist mode. We were very socialist. Like we're all like communist. Ideologically, uh, it does not make sense. Like because we're actually censoring the right, not the left. So if everyone on the right wing will be like, "Bro, it's okay to say, just gotta tolerate it." Uh, the left will be like, "No, I'm not gonna tolerate it. I need a censor, or else I'm not gonna be in the country. So it does double right. It's true. There is bias. Okay, let me let me read the transcript because the background noise in his accent is is really makes it hard to hear. But I went ahead and played it because this is not me making this up, right? He says Twitter does not believe in free speech. Project Veritas says, what do you mean? He says, Elon believes in free speech. He's a capitalist. And we weren't really operating like capitalists, more like very socialist, like we're all like commie as blank ideologically it does not make sense like because i think we're actually censoring the right not the left so everyone on the right wing will be like bro it's okay to say it just got to tolerate it the left will be like no i'm not going to tolerate it i need it censored or else i'm not going to be on the platform so it does that on the right it's true there is bias I don't know the two parties can truly exist on one platform yeah they can exist on one platform it's called freedom 
is called actually operating as a platform, not as a publisher, censoring content. They can exist. The problem is, is Twitter doesn't want it to exist because he accurately and rightfully referred to them as communist because that's what this is. It's communism going on. And he accurately describes the left, the party that used to call themselves the party of tolerance. They're fascist. We had Carl Jackson on the show last hour and he talked about how the left are, are, um, they, they project, right? They always accuse, they're always guilty of what they accuse others. Antifa, anti-fascist is a perfect example of it. They're the fascists. They're the communist. That's what this is. And here's what's interesting, which actually gave me a, a chuckle. So there was an internal memo that went around after this video was revealed, uh, went around within Twitter. And it says, Tweeps, as we expected, a video was posted this evening by Project Veritas depicting a tweep allegedly speaking about a number of company issues. Allegedly, <laughs> you can see him and hear him. We are in contact with the person involved and doing everything we can to help them. Help them? What kind of deprogramming are you going to put this dude through? Electric shock therapy? And they go on to say, there may be more videos to come, and we're continuing to monitor this situation. They're going to help this poor clown, right? This poor dude who dared to err. Uh-huh. I wonder if, I wonder if his family is ever going to see him again. Please, re- joke, please review my previous note on how you can protect yourself and your fellow tweeps from similar attempts in the future. If you think you're being targeted or have been targeted, contact blank at twitter.com. For the safety and privacy of those involved, we ask that you do not tweet about this situation or any related issues. For your safety? <laughs> Why would you think you would need safety? Not for Republicans. Please remember that we all have an obligation to protect confidential proprietary information and not disclose, not discuss internal conversations, policies, or products outside of work. In other words, keep the, keep, keep quiet. Keep, keep hiding. Keep hiding keep the all truth. That commie stuff on the down yeah. low. Yeah. Take care and stay safe. Pat, stay safe. Gotta stay safe from the people out there. Stay safe from who? Being found out? Cats out of the bag. But you know what? Did we really need this video of this person to tell us what we've already known? I already knew that. You know, come on. We've already known. I think part of the conversation that was edited out was, I think there was clearly a reference to the disinformation governance board is what I think they were talking about there. That this guy was basically saying, well, you know, of course what they're saying is true about the disinformation, you know, about, because just last week, Jankowitz, the singing commie czar. Yeah, her. um, You know, she has said, that there's there that it's the left being censored and this guy's like that's stupid right we all know that it's the right that's being censored here so we didn't need this video uh to tell us the truth so you know but but it is good to see the verification because there is no because in case oh well if a tree falls in the forest and nobody hears it i started to say for the democrats out there believing that it's the left being censored not the right it'd be great if they saw the truth but they're not going to see it because those that censor the truth aren't going to put it out there. You're not seeing this on the legacy media. So the Democrats are going to continue to bury their heads in the sand and only go to the Rachel Maddow's of the world for their information, only going to get their information, their news from Twitter. And so, you know, I don't know that it's going to further anything. You have to hope that there's some independence out there. You have to hope that there's some independence. Occasionally there's some Democrats that wise up and wake up. Sometimes it happens. And when it does, we got to welcome them into the Republican Party, not hold it against them. Well, even it, Democrats should be fighting it up against this who thing, too. Well, um, this isn't about political party. It's about America. 
Well, but the Democrats hate America. They are, as that guy said in the video, commie AF. All right. Come up tomorrow night. We've got Robbie Starbuck who's going to be here. He says the Republican Party kicked him off the ballot and Congressman Biggs will be back. And so will we. 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. See you tomorrow. Have a good one. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.